What's up, y'all? It's Michelle. Hey, it's Brie, and you're listening to the True Rules Podcast. A podcast for the not-so-perfect woman and mom. So, what is new? Um, For us, we've been really busy, actually. I feel like the past few weeks have felt a little bit like normal. Before COVID, we went to visit my family in Georgia, which was really fun. Um, Solo got to meet all of his cousins and my grandma and hang out. And that was like really needed. Um, And we took some cute photos. So that was cool. Like just randomly impromptu. I had a photographer come um, and all of us got to take pictures with like my grandmother, her kids, her kids and their kids, um, all the variations of like grandkid and grandma, grandkid and mom, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this past weekend, we went to our friend's wedding. So Law got to meet all of his, I call them uncles, but like Zach's best friends. And that was really, really fun. Like, it's so cool to see how they engage with him. And the way they speak to him had me cracking up because they already just, like, talked to him like he's 13. I'm like, <laughs> this is going to be so funny to watch him grow up with all Were these Were you scared guys. about him being around people? I wasn't because um, everybody had to have a COVID test to come to the wedding. Mm-hmm. And what about your family? To- Same thing. Like, both of the trips we've planned and prepared for. Mm-hmm. So everyone like quarantined and got tested before we went. Um, and even still, like now I told Zach, we'll just be quarantined for the next like 10 days um, after we travel. So it's like, it's whatever. Um, and for once, I really just was like relaxed about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they all had such a good time. He literally was so happy. Like I can, I like to see him just like, how he engages. He's so observant. He pays attention to every single little thing. I was like, he's overstimulated because he wants to see what every single person in the room is doing. He wants to see what the lights look like, the floors, the couch, like he's so observant. And I'm like, that is a, an awesome quality that I see in him, but also one that definitely makes me say like, okay, I will protect, you know, how we expose him and what we expose him to. Cause I can see that he pays such close attention already to just mm-hmm. like everything going on around. Um, but that was fun. So law has officially met like at least my side of the family and Zach's close friends and his Zach's mom flew in to um, care for him while we were in at the wedding. So that was nice too. So he got to spend some time with her one-on-one Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've been having a few good weekends the past few. And Law is just like literally growing up. He's rolling over. He's starting solid foods this week. He's, I don't know. I can just see like, also I can tell that he definitely knows who we are, which is really cool. Like when we're around other people, I can tell that he's like, Look at when he off. sees us, yeah, and when he sees us, he's like comforted and like wants us, mm-hmm. and that's cool because sometimes you're like, "Do you know who I am?" Like, <laughs> I'm just here every day, but like, somebody asked me that the other day, and I'm like, "Of course she knows who the fuck I like." What do you mean? I mean, you can assume, <laughs> but it's different when I like because like he's not reaching for people yet, or yeah. he's not like crying. He's not at this age where it's like if a stranger picks him up, he'll cry. You know what I mean? Like he's still just like, hey, okay. Mm-hmm. But then there were times where like me or Zach would walk by and he would like whine and be like, look at us, like take me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay. He, there is a distinction. We're not just like a bunch of people around him. It's like, yeah, he clearly knows who we are. So that felt good. Yeah. What's up with it? She's a grown ass woman. <laughs> She's eating solid foods. She's sitting up by herself. Um, I mean, she's around our family and stuff, but it's still like we make them wear masks. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't play that because my mm-hmm. like we are our people here. They go out, so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, you still got to wear a mask. Yeah. Hopefully soon, though, you know things will get back to normal. But yeah, um, but it's it's crazy though because she knows people by voice. 
like she like we FaceTime with all of our family all the time. So she like mm-hmm. when they speak, she knows who's talking. And like even when my mom like FaceTimes her or Mark's mom FaceTimes her with their mask off, she she knows who they are. Yeah. So that's good to know. Yeah. I was like Yeah, I was scared at first that like she's <laughs> she's not gonna know what people look like without masks. I don't know if he knows their I mean, I I would assume he knows it's their voice. But again, it's hard for me to tell because he's just like reactive. Like he just starts like laughing and smiling and jumping. Yeah. But I'm like, in my brain, I'm like associating it like, oh, you know that that's my mom. I mean, because he talks to her literally all day. But like, I really don't know. So like, well, yeah. the first time I got to see like, okay, you know? Yeah. And also um, she's like standing up, literally oh, wow. picks herself up from the floor. No, that that's awesome. Is she crawling? <laughs> no, I think she's oh. gonna skip crawling, which is weird. That's cute. Long no, you've <laughs> never been on the floor. Like, well, that's that's funny you said that because my mom, like, I was scared because she she doesn't like tummy time. So I'm like, mm-hmm. this girl is never gonna crawl because she hates being on her stomach. Like, we force yeah. her to be on her stomach, but she cries. Yeah, but like, my mom was like, what "The fuck is tummy time? Like, I never put you on your stomach. I never put you on the floor. Like, yeah. I was always carrying you. Like, I never put you." on the actual floor that's a, like i mean i don't know yeah. i think maybe this is a new school thing this whole tummy time shit i mean i definitely give law tummy time because he enjoys it but i never he's not doing anything where he's like putting his hands on a chair and like pulling himself up no no, like, no. so not like on a chair but like if i hold her like if she's like laying down or sitting down and i put my hand on her hand mm-hmm. she will legit like pull oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. up yeah, yeah, yeah. But to he a standing position. Yeah. <laughs> he does that too. But I'm always like, nigga, sit down. Like, you need to relax. <laughs> she loves to stand and she loves yeah. to jump. Like, she's like yeah. jumping. Yeah. My mom was like, yeah, she's going to be bow legged. I'm like, no, she's not. Like, relax. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm trying to think. He, yeah, no. I never let him pull himself all the way up. We'll just do like sitting. He loves to sit up. He loves. To, he does enjoy tummy time. Now that he's discovered rolling over, he likes that. Yeah, she'll um, roll over once we put her on her stomach. She'll roll right yeah. the fuck over. <laughs> yeah, he's. I can't. We're past. Like his doctor was saying, he's probably gonna have to get out of the bassinet. So we're probably gonna start him, um, crib sleeping. Yeah. I wanted to wait until we were done traveling because I want to be able to do it like consistently versus like tricking him into all these different things. So I may try to start that like in the next week or so of him. We started, but she wakes up in the middle of the night. So I get really tired. <laughs> so I'm tired of just like getting up to go to the next room. Yeah. So we've been honestly the worst thing we've been putting her in the bed, but that's all yeah, I'm asleep. Trying to get, I'm trying to avoid that. Like he does good in the bassinet, and I still do my thing where it's like at seven a.m. or eight a.m. I just bring him in the bed with us. Um, but I think once he's in the crib, it does. Like I'll be able to just bring him like into the living room or out. But we'll see how it goes. I don't know how he's gonna react because the doctor was saying like he'll get accustomed to. He'll know that we're in the room with him, and you want to break. She was like four to six months is like the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, so I want to try to. He's four months now. He just turned four months this week. So I want to try to slowly ease him in, see if he likes it, set up the monitor, and if he doesn't, I'll bring him in the room. But I at least want to just see what he like, what his reaction is. Yeah. But he seems to love his crib. Every time we put him in there, he literally is like. Do you happy. have a um? Like a toy thing over it. I, I forgot what the a mobile. A mobile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to get one. Maybe that'll keep her entertained. Yeah, I told Janina that too. But I haven't like when he lays in his crib, he literally just be like cooing, looking at his name on the wall. Um, and I'll like stand over him too with like mm-hmm. toys. So a mobile probably would be easier than me like having to entertain him. Yeah. Um, but I want to put him in there to sleep. I yeah, no, no. <laughs> like, no, you know when they wake up like I just don't want to get up again that's my oh, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. like we've been putting her in the crib like she'll sleep for a couple of hours and then she'll wake up screaming yeah and then I have to go in and then does she have like a nightlight on in there yeah but she likes complete darkness so does law yeah he likes pitch black. and I tried like the the white noise that really doesn't 
phase her. She's just she, she, she black and white noise. He is out like a light. Once I turned that night, but I also feel like that was helpful when when I was telling you we were trying to do like a schedule. Mm-hmm. That was always what I did. I made a pitch black and I put the white noise on. So like now he knows. Even if he's like playing, like he could be in the middle of like laughing and cooing. I turn lights off, put the white noise on. He just gets quiet. So I'm like, okay, good. (laughs) I feel like you jinxed me. Cause like every time when you ask me, like if she, um, fights her sleep, Mm -hmm. I swear to God, as soon as you asked me that she started fighting her sleep, like she would go to sleep before that. Oh, now she's, she will like, it takes us forever to get her to go to sleep. That's how it is for his naps. Like at night, we're in a great routine. But during the day, he will be like, mm, mm, like he whines or he'll like need to be rocked or something. Like he never just during the day, I can never just put him down and he go to sleep. He's like, nah, sis. Nah, Sydney will go to sleep during the day, but now it's just cat naps. Like it's just literally like 25 minutes max. Nah. Homeboy will try to stay up. The full day, if he can, he just looks at me and like. I wish that would be like go to sleep. No, it's not good for them. Like they need sleep. I'm like lay at least if she was up all day, then she'll be fucking knocked out by nighttime. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But but honestly, law it doesn't matter. This boy will stay awake and still not want to go to sleep at night or he'll sleep all day and still go to sleep at night. Like he is just really, if we put him in a sleeping position, he'll do it. Mm. But I can never trust him to be like, Oh, I'm going to let him put him down and then close his eyes. Yeah. No, that doesn't work either. No, never. I have to hold her hand or put my hand. Like, it's like, I have to put my hand like on the side of her face. Yeah. Or like over her eyes. Like, yeah, my hand has to be on her body. For her he, to well, he wants his body on my hands. He wants to be in arms or like same. He does not enjoy, but it's been fun. Um, yeah, I really am. It's crazy. We were like this weekend when we were away from him for the day. I was like, last week I was saying how I'm not ready to go away from him. So then this week I was trying to do better, but inside I was literally freaking out. Like I I really wanted to text Zach's mother every 10 minutes and be like, what's he doing? How is he? Um, I didn't, but I wanted to. That's so crazy because now I'm comfortable. Cause now I told you she goes to Mark's mom's um, Mm -hmm. Monday through Wednesday. Mm -hmm. It's like, I get a release. Like, I don't want to get any text messages. I, I trust you fully at this point. <laughs> Unless there's, like, dire 911 emergency. Right. Like, I just want my time to decompress. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know when I'm going to get there. But I'm definitely not there. Like, I did it, and I did not text her. I had Zach text her one time. That's um, how it was in the beginning, though honestly like she had to force me to like she would literally come over just so that she can like push me out of the house and I used to be like why the fuck do you want to be alone with my kids so bad like (laughs) 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 I literally would not leave the house but yeah I'm not there yet I'm not there yet I don't know when (laughs) keep talking about it but I'm like I think I'm more comfortable because I know that they're not like really going anywhere it's just like them in the house um, it's not even discomfort. Like I'm fine. I would never leave him with someone I was uncomfortable with. Well, but, yeah, like, that part is like, it's not a matter of like me not trusting who I leave him with. No, it's no, just no. Like, what? it's just a feeling inside that you just I just don't want to leave him. Yeah, yeah. Like I just want him next. I'm just like, what's he doing? Did he make a new face? Did I not see? Like that's where I'm at. So I'm like, I at have first, to figure out what that will look like long term. I used to tell Mark like. What the? What if she starts like crawling or like walking while she's at your mother's house? Like I used to be freaking out, but <laughs> he was like, "We'll just catch it when she's home, and it'll be the first time." Right. <laughs> I'm like, "You're right." Yeah. <sighs> this is very interesting. 
it's also interesting when people keep saying like what is motherhood like because i'm like it's just a very unique like everyone has to go through it for themselves i now understand yeah like i don't even like to tell people it's just like i'm having my experience i don't know what is going to be the best advice i can give you is like have your kid and see yeah because it's just I don't think you could really prepare. I don't think you could really anticipate or know. And I also feel like it's cool to go into it with no, well, like for the type of person that I am, at least it's cool to go into it with no like perceptions of how things will be or should be expectations, because then you get to just experience it for truly what it is without being like, Oh, I'm supposed to feel attached or I'm supposed to feel detached i'm supposed to feel it's like just feel what whatever you feel like whatever is genuine (laughs) like whatever is really there and authentic and not like what you feel the need to tell people yeah (laughs) yeah that's to me what i like i'm like and i can't i can't give you like i don't know how to tell people how to do that it's just like i mean but that's how i feel like you should be in life it's like whatever is authentic to your situation is what you should be feeling. I can't say, Oh my God, for me, motherhood is yada, 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 which it is for me, but I can't guarantee like, that's what, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's evident. We've had two totally different pregnancies, two totally different kids. lives. It's like way too many elements to try to put these like parameters on family every structure is different um but speaking of that last night was the Meghan Markle interview and there were so many like things that jumped out to me especially now being a mom of like the biggest one was the well it was several big ones one of the biggest ones was like them not giving her child security when he's born royalty The other thing was like them mentioning his complexion, which I read this very interesting um, like Facebook post about, which I'll share with you. Um, And then the third thing was like her feeling suicidal while she was pregnant. Yeah. And, and being willing to admit that not only to her husband and like try to seek help during that time, but then also like to the Royal personal thing. (laughs) yeah like that is crazy like i've been reading like some people saying like she's like lying but like why would anybody lie about that like there's there's nothing to lie about what what is what like what is the benefit of lying to you sometimes i just feel like i mean People who don't have anything going on, it's easy for them to craft stories because that's probably what they're doing with themselves. Like, what is what is the benefit of her lying about having suicidal thoughts to common people like us? What we're not never gonna be sorry to tell y'all royalty. You have to be like born into that, marrying like the chances of any of the people that are watching becoming royalty are slim to none. So it's like mm. <laughs> What? Let me wake up and say that I was suicidal <laughs> so that, like, girl, while I was pregnant with my first child, I, I feel like you get more backlash than like applause for saying something like that because it's, it's almost selfish Yeah, that you would like want to harm yourself and your kid and your kid. So to me, it's like, that doesn't seem like something somebody would want to publicized not to mention her kid is going to probably see that interview one day and be like wow mom like you wanted to harm us so it's like what what would be the benefit of that lie i'm just trying to like talk like this is what these people on the internet are saying (laughs) i know they're very I, i don't know i haven't really been like um engaging with stuff on the internet because I feel annoyed by it. Like, it's just a lot of haters to me and people who have, I mean, it's, it's doing what it's made to do, just people sharing their opinions. But everybody has opinions and most people are not doing anything. So it's like, all right, cool. 
Cool story, bro. She made that up. Anyway, what are your thoughts about it? <laughs> I mean, I feel like she went into the marriage knowing that there was going to be some type of um, not, it wasn't going to be normal for her. Like, I feel like she had to know that off rip, but, and honestly, I feel like she had to know that there was some type of um, racist, you know, underlying racist, like things going on in the Royal family. Like that, I don't think is a secret. Um, Maybe she didn't anticipate it actually like, okay, even if you're racist, you would cut off Harry who was like born. And yeah, I don't, I don't understand that part. That's the part where I feel like maybe she was like, maybe she, when you're a black woman, you always probably have some, well, from my perspective, I always walk into a room knowing that I'm a black woman. So like you're saying, she had to have known, like I'm different from these people. First of all, I'm not royalty. Right. Second of all, I'm American. And she's divorced. I'm divorced. Like she knows who she is. So she had to know there would be something. But probably not to that magnitude of them, like literally kicking them out of the Royal family, basically. Right. And them having protecting them. (laughs) Right. Like, okay, this is what I don't understand. Not protecting them and then announcing that they're not protecting them. So like you want harm to happen to. That's what it seems like. Him and his family. That's what it seems like. But it's like done in a politically correct manner. To make it seem like, oh, but, you know, um, they have chosen to renounce their full-time position. Like, you know, whatever that language was, where it's like, why are y'all making this announcement? I never even thought about the fact, because I'm not a crazy person, but there are crazy people who, like Harry said, knew where they lived. Yeah. Um, I mean, just like regular celebrities, like. Right. But on another level. (laughs) Right. Because that's like, damn. Also, they, the amount of ties they have to all those other countries they were naming. Like, I never even think about things like that, which is like people. Also, from there's other there's some I know there's some deeper shit that they're not that she was not sharing, like way deeper shit other than colorism or like. Hell yeah, because she didn't even say whatever happened with Kate. Yeah, and he didn't say what happened with his brother. But to me, the colorism. Okay, so this is why the colorism point stood out. I'm gonna read an excerpt if I can find it but because I don't want to misquote this this message but I read it and I was like oh this wait did I take a screenshot I did nope I did not damn basically the person was saying like I wanted to address um what the interview was about last night with Oprah Hold on, let me see if I can find it because I can just edit this part out. Because it was like. It was on like the shade room or something? Or? It was on Facebook. It was um, Najee from Hampton shared it. Mm-hmm. But like, Facebook is so weird because like some things appear on your timeline and then some things appear like reshare. Like, I don't know how to. I feel old. Okay, here it goes. Okay, so I was on Facebook and one of our classmates from Hampton shared another, and he's very vocal about colorism. He's dark skinned. Um, and he shared a post from another woman who basically said, like, yes, Meghan Markle is a black woman, um, and some members of the royal family were threatened by the idea of blackness, and like that's something that we could expect, kind of like you and I just alluded to. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, the fear that them people in quotes, meaning like the royalty and what was Megan calling them? The, the firm. firm. <laughs> <laughs> the fear that the firm had about Archie being too dark is directly akin to the same fear that y'all mama, your aunties and half your grandmamas have of the perception of blackness. It's the reason why y'all come up in the hospital room when the baby's not even three days old and check their ears to see how dark they're going to be. It's why you wonder if the baby's eyes will stay the same blue or gray or whatever at birth. It's why you hope their hair will stay super curly. It's the reason why black men will intentionally aim to have mixed race or light skin kids because blackness offends you too. Not in the same way as them people, but you know enough about the world to want your child to look anything but black mixed with black. 
they taught us to hate ourselves and we continue to perpetuate it. Um, it's opposite sides of the same pervasive ass racist ass coin. So yeah, we're going to tear Buckingham Palace a new ass this week. But when we're done, some of us need to turn around and cut yourself out the next time you tell your child they need to stay out of the sun because they're getting too dark. I chose violence this morning. Thank you for coming <laughs> to my TED Talk. <laughs> Honestly, I can 100% agree with what the fuck she said. Because so my husband has a quote unquote black nose. Mm-hmm. And before my daughter was born, like the conversation around what her nose was going to look like was a topic for some reason. And it's like, I don't give a fuck if her shit was as big as, you know, whoever's nose, like she's going to be right. beautiful regardless. So don't put those negative thoughts or yeah. ideas around me or around my kid. Like, yeah. I mean, and you and I had to talk about that because sometimes you would let that, them say it. And I'm like, Sis, that really pissed me off. Like, that's one off. thing that yeah. pissed me off. Cause it's like, my kid is going to be beautiful regardless of what, she, like, what her features are. Yes. And it's something that I feel like sometimes in Black families, we don't even realize it's happening because yeah. it happens all of the time. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. And I'm not saying like, I don't honestly don't think the person said it in a mouth, like to be a malicious way in a malicious way. It was just the fact that it said, and it was thought about that's the, but, and the issue is that that means that there is an underlying thing, like whether they address it or know that they are conscious of feeling like white features are better that's at the top of their mind when someone gets pregnant. Like you can't help. And I see it all the time on the internet. Like even when I see these pages that are like, they always want to highlight like mixed race babies or like we see it with celebrities of like the, the number one that people always point to is like Kim Kardashian's children versus Beyonce's children. Beyonce's children clearly look like black people. Mm-hmm. Kim's children clearly look like mixed people. Um, all of the children are beautiful, but nonetheless, they're always being children compared, are yeah. always being praised, and they're always compared, and then they're always praised of like, look at her hair, and look at her hair, and then look there are weirdos on the fucking internet talking about blues looks. Like, yeah. what kind of psychopath? These but then are- the thing that pisses me off about that even more of like, okay, so it starts from birth in black families where like. They are concerned about, okay, what is this complexion? What is this hair texture? What is this looking at the ears? Like, even when Law was first born, he was super, super, super light. Mm-hmm. And obviously, me and Zach are both brown. Um, and people were like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, let him get coming to himself. Like, right. and, first we of all, this- and these are people who don't even know what your family look like. Right. Like, your, your extended family. Right. His extended- because... Our family runs literally like from the lightest, lightest light to the darkest, darkest dark. But regardless, it's like, why is that such a point of concern for you? Like, just like you said, like my kid is going to be fly, beautiful, handsome. It doesn't matter what complexion he is. My brothers are dark, dark, dark. Zach's mother is light, light, light. Like our family literally has everything. But you, I notice. Mm-hmm. that people project even like you said even without knowing what they are saying or what they're implying all of the time of like oh I wonder what his hair is going to be like I wonder what his skin will be like and it's like there's a difference between it's, curiosity you know what I'm trying to say yeah and I was going to say like people don't say it in like a positive way it's not like they like right said Oh, she's gonna have the most beautiful black nose. It's like, right. oh, she gotta have a black nose. Like, right. What the fuck are you talking? And that—that that is the hatred that I mean. I'm gonna just call it what it is. Like, I'm sorry if people are offended in either family, but it is what it is. It was said, and it's like that's the way that black people, unfortunately, have been taught to hate ourselves. It's not our fault, but it is our our job, our responsibility to correct it. So like when people make comments and this is something, you know, when I tell you I've been doing so good to anyone, like I'm checking shit at the door. I don't care. Like, I don't want to hear certain things. I'm going to just address it head on. I'm not going to wait until I calm down. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to be disrespectful, 
but I'm also tired of just carrying loads of things that have nothing to do with me. So like, if you make a comment about someone's child to me, I'm either going to say like, I don't want to engage with that or I'm just going to be quiet. Like I'm not going to continue to perpetuate things that I don't agree with or like, so if you're saying this is my problem with black people that I was going to say earlier, the same children that you want to love themselves as adults, it starts from the conversations that we have in our home. You can't expect a girl to turn 18 and then tell her happy international women's day, love yourself. (laughs) When from when she was 18 months or 18 weeks in the womb, she, people have already been talking and speaking around her and speaking to her about her looks, her looks. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, it's, I mean, it's definitely not a problem that we can solve in like one, you know, one day. But I feel like if if it's important to you as a parent and not just for Instagram and not just for Facebook and not just for like quick sound bites, but you genuinely care and live that, I think it's really our responsibility to start it in kids from young and to tell our family members, like, please don't say that to my kid. Yeah. Or like, don't even say that around my kid. Yeah. Because... It, it affects them. Like, I don't ever want law to have a complex about anything that I can control. Of course, mm-hmm. they're going to come up with their own insecurities based on the world that we live in and them having to live life. Like, they're going to go to school. <laughs> Other kids are going to bring the shit from their homes mm-hmm. that their parents have put onto them. They're going to try to put that on my kid. You know, it's like, I'm not going to be the one at home. No. Yeah, that no. shit is whack. Yeah, but it it is something that I feel like black people try not to address. Like we try to sweep over the colorism conversation because it happens. It happens even as adults. Like, like a light skinned person versus a brown skinned person versus a kinky haired person versus you know like everyone wants this look, even when it's like the curly hair uh, stage of like like it's so beautiful now to see now at thirty. One, I see people like, oh, braids are nice and not associated with like ghetto or before when we were growing up, that was not the case. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know in your household what that was like, but. I mean, my hair was braided, but I also got my hair. (laughs) I also got my hair straightened from very young. Um, (laughs) I don't know if that's associated with any type of colorism or like you know, that kind of thing. But honestly, my mom didn't have time to do my hair all the time because she worked two jobs. So my hair was straightened. Yeah. I know for me, my mom was the opposite. She always wanted me to wear my hair big and wild. And I always wanted my hair straightened because that's what I thought like was more beautiful and what people associated with beauty. And I feel like as a kid, I never really thought about that kind of stuff. Like I did. I, I, I mean, I didn't think about it in the complex way that I'm thinking about it now. now. Yeah. But I did know that I always wanted my hair straightened and it's not because like as a kid, how do I know I look cuter with straight hair or curly hair? It's just that more people that I saw on TV or like, you know, they all had straight hair. Not many kids had big puffy hair like mine and my hair was huge and puffy. And my mom used to be like, no, it's so cute. And I'm like, the kids at school do not have hair like this, mom. Like, I would, I literally, now I can articulate it. Then I just used to be like, I'm not going to school with a monster (laughs) hair. Like, you know, like, now in retrospect, I'm like, it was because no one else looked like that. Like, no one else in my school came with a huge curly afro and a headband. And that's how my mom thought I looked so cute. And I'm like, I'm not about to be the only kid at school with this big curly afro. Um, my hair was either straightened or in like two ponytails. And I feel like the kids that I like, the girls that I went to school with basically have the same type of hair. Yeah, I was. That's what I'm saying. I had two ponytails. That was the compromise. Like, I'm like, okay, kids wear this. But it was like, I never, or kids wore their hair straight. Like, all the girls in my school had straight hair or like ponytails. No one had big curly hair. That was not. My shit never curled. The- <laughs> <laughs> and I. I've been trying now to this day. This shit still don't curl. So. No, I had big puffy curly hair and I would be like, 
I want a ponytail. Like I always, I never, even like a long time, I didn't want to embrace my big curls. Like now I'm like, oh, okay. And I mean, I still like my hair straight, but it's interesting how like we perceive ourselves from even young, you know, like, and that's what I mean, where it's like, there are going to be things where love might want his hair, like, a fade or like whatever's in style based on like those things I can't mm-hmm. help. Like you're going to go into the world and you're going to be like, Oh, this is what people are doing. Either you're going to be wanting to follow the trend or create your own trend and make your shit purple. Like, you know, like I can't control, <laughs> I can't control how you're going to want to present yourself, but I can control like self-talk and what mm-hmm. we speak about in our home and, and how I let people speak about you. Yeah. Yeah. But it starts with like those little no, side comments. Yeah. Yeah. I think. No, it definitely does. Because beyond, like, asking the question, it's like, what do y'all say when I'm not around? Are y'all going to be saying, oh. What up, big nose? Like, right. Right. (laughs) You know, it's like, how do you instill in your kid that's like, you own everything about yourself? Yeah. I mean, it's taken me a long time to just feel like super good about everything about me. And it's like, I want my kids to feel that half the time, less than half the time. Like, so even when people make comments like, Oh, you're going to make him. Yes. You're fucking right. Like, absolutely. But that, if you think, yep, you're right. That's, <laughs> that's correct. Like he will be that guy and just know that. So you don't even have to be shocked when you see him and he's acting like that guy. Cause that's who I'm raising him to be. I'm not, pretending that I'm going to teach law to be anything other than that. So I want, yeah. Like it's so funny. People say like, you're going to be that mom. Hell yeah. Why would you not want to be instilling your kids? Like the most, like to be the most confident that they could be. Yes. What? Like this world is like, especially now this world is filled with so much like, the kids nowadays, like what I see on, like what I see on TV, on the news, on Instagram, like kids just really feeling down about yes. themselves and putting harm to themselves is very scary. Like yes. raising a child in this world right now and, and letting them be free to figure out who they are. Yes. Is very scary. Yes. So that's why it's my responsibility to like build him up every time I can, because you're right. Like the, the, the layers of like social media mixed with, cause they don't really, they don't do anything the way that we did. They don't watch mm-hmm. TV the way that we did. They don't go outside the way that we did. Like the way that they consume media is mostly like YouTube or TikToks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so first of all, those are very one-on-one things. You're not watching it in a living room with your family. You know, it's like you're on your phone or you're on a laptop and you're in an isolated space. Then secondly, we didn't grow up being rated consistently about how we look or Mm -hmm. the content we're producing, how we dance in a video. Like our friends, I mean, you could have a mean kid at school, like you're ugly, you know, but that was that one kid in your cafeteria. It wasn't 30 kids from around the country around the world world, who could weigh in on and then what's even yeah and then what's even weirder is like grown-ass people are also weighing in on children Mm -hmm. like i mean we see that even with like ti's daughter okay yes everything everyone has something to say because she's a public person her father's but the girl is 17 i mean she's an adult now but you know like when she was going through all that it's like that is a kid. Do you remember when you were 17, what you knew and what you didn't know? Like you ain't no shit, but it's like, people forget that. And they just say any, like, uh, recently on my brother's basketball team, there was a parent who's like writing and he's acting the child about like, you're not even a good basketball player and you need to toughen up. A grown ass adult. A grown adult adding at, you know, the at sign, a child. (laughs) first of all they're reading it and i'm like what what does the school do like did the school do anything about that or like how do they reprimand but i feel like he should be reprimanded because the kid is literally in 11th grade 
That is his confidence. That is his spirit. That is, you're his friend. That's embarrassing because you're his friend's parent. First of all, you don't even know what people are going through at home. Like you don't even know what kids are going through, like what their own parents are telling them or what their own friends are telling them or exactly how they're feeling about themselves. So for a, a fucking stranger, a grown stranger, a grown stranger with a child, the same age. So you're definitely grown as hell. And also you're embarrassing him in front of mad people. Yeah. Cause he added the school and added the boy on the thread. See now when these kids be going crazy and retaliating, <laughs> then, then it's a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality. It's like, like you just said, you don't know what that boy is dealing with in himself, how, diff- how hard he could be on himself about, Oh, I missed the game winning shot. Or I, you know, I wish I was this, like they have in the same way that we as adults have goals and, and insecurities and things we're working towards. And so do they. And so for you to just be on here, minimizing this kid, I don't like that. Yeah, no. And like, it could not be my kid. So be forewarned because I ain't that mom. I'm very scared for when, when it's time for Sydney to go to school. Because I already know my personality. Yeah. I mean, I haven't gotten crazy in a long time. Like, I feel like I've gotten super nice and like zen all the time. But she's still in me. Like, I feel her still in me. <laughs> and I don't go there often. Like, I haven't gone there in a long time. Like, I don't. The other day I said something to Zach. He's like, you don't. That's not even you anymore. But I feel like when it comes to law. Oh, like actually <laughs> we went, I took him for a walk for the first time, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, I love this neighborhood. There's so much stuff, but I, it was just a nice day. And I just felt like I wanted to get outside. So we went for a walk and I'm literally coming back home. I'm close to my house and there's a guy on a bike. I don't know if he's homeless, mm-hmm. crazy. Like he just looked like a younger guy, like 20s or 30s. Mm-hmm. he's like, okay, the first thing he did that pissed me off was he looked me straight in my eyes and said something. Now that pissed me what off. Cause I'm like, it wasn't like, hello, or excuse me. It was like some crazy shit. Like I, I couldn't, we weren't close enough to where I could like make out what he said, but you know how you could tell Even if you were close, you couldn't read. <laughs> you can't read lips. Well, I can't read lips. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot read lips. So it's like, if I don't specifically hear what you say, <laughs> I can't make it out. You know, <laughs> I need you to be clear. So I, but me being me, I'm like, huh? Like I'm thinking, is he asking me for direction or something? Yeah. Then he started doing this like crazy laugh and like head motion type shit. Oh, nah. I said at the top of my voice, I choose violence. I will kick you off that fucking bike so fast. <laughs> and I could tell that he knew and I knew that he knew that I was crazy. Cause I'm like, when I'm with my kids, if I was by myself. And also okay, it's the like, first time you're out. Like girl, when I tell you, I was thinking it's going to be in park and kick that man off that bike. <laughs> I was really ready for violence. I was, I felt it in my spirit. Cause I'm like, it's only law in me right now. Right. And if this crazy man thinks that I will let something happen to law or me before I could get him safely to like, his father or someone that can protect him. He's crazy as hell. Like I, <laughs> I will fight you, bro, man. And he could tell that I was not like, I was not playing. And he just did a little like laugh, like, <laughs> and then rode up on his bike. I came home and I'm like, Zach law almost had to witness his first assault. And I'm like, not that person. Like, honestly, I haven't had to get crazy in a long time, but it felt, I felt the rage immediately when I had him with me. Like I haven't felt that in so long. Cause I'm just, I, re- so- I know what time you're talking about too. And I, I mean, we don't have to get on that topic now, but yeah, <laughs> but I, mean, I just be so chill now. I feel like I don't ever, you know, like since college days, I haven't really been like super turnt, but that, I realized I'm like, okay, this is so, okay. So that's why I can see why Megan would want to leave that whole situation because. Well, yeah, she's literally the only black person 
right in that motherfucking castle like even if she doesn't look black like she doesn't you know quote unquote act, act black like you're not like the rest of these people right and for them to be singling you out you and your child yeah and your husband who grew up as a royal person yeah like girl leave and yeah. leave fast because they don't care about you yeah i think when they added the baby of like he won't have security and he's literally a ro- royalty born or a royal born person that is scary mm-hmm. and then it's even scarier that the conversation had to be had i mean this is the interesting part about the the complexion thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, so if he's fair skinned, y'all are gonna like, are y'all playing it by ear? Like, I would love to have been a fly on the wall of like, what that <laughs> conversation was. Like, what is the like, actual question? I think Oprah was really trying to get Harry to say, like, what was the actual question yeah. that they asked you? Yeah. Because what does that even sound like? Are you saying, is he going to be dark or is he going to be light like us? Like, what? Right. Like, was there a like you already know like, she's black? Like, why did you even let him marry her? If that exactly. was like you knew they were gonna have kids, you knew that you her know, mom is brown skin, yeah, with dreads, right? So it's like, are y'all? I know them, I know they had a motherfucking heart attack when she walked <laughs> in that castle with the dreads on. <laughs> Boy, we <laughs> almost had a heart attack, <laughs> and I love her for keeping her dreads, not putting on a wig. Not oh, doing yeah. anything. She said, I'm going to put my little hat uh, over this fascinator <laughs> over my dreads. What's up, queen? That's what I, that's why I love being a black woman. Cause like that boldness, that's, that's the duality of us though. It's like on one hand, we could be so confident and wear dreads with a fascinator to the Royal palace. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, we're concerned about like what the kid's nose is going to look like before it's born, born. And, and I have heard, I mean, I'm sure women do this too, but I've heard like teenage boys say like, Oh nah, I'm going to marry a white woman or a Spanish woman so that my kid could be light or so that my kid could be mixed. Um, and I think that there's a lot to be said about that. Like a lot of times, like for instance, one of my close friends, all through junior high school, high school, he preferred white women. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like he became an adult and it switched. And I know a few people like that where it's like something about that young, those young formative years when I guess your perception is created by like the world around you and white is right. You feel like that until you go through some things in life and you're like, oh, this is the value of, you know, a black woman or the value of loving myself. But I think it also goes back to what you said before about like starting from the home. Like I'm not saying that it's right at all, but like kids who or boys who I guess say that they prefer, you know, a particular skin color, it's it's probably because they hear their their mom or their sisters talking down on themselves all day Mm -hmm. long. It's like Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of course, of course they're not gonna like what <laughs> they're not gonna like people that look like you because you don't even look like you. You don't even like you. That's now that's the realest tea. It's like even beyond blaming things on family members, it's like how do you speak about yourself and how does your spouse speak about themselves? Because that's also gonna get passed down to your kid. I mean, you and I, we have this conversation all the time of like what you say to yourself matters. You you hear yourself more than you hear anybody else. And the scary part is only you hear you. So it's like that con- the conversation with self is one of the most important conversations that anyone has ever. It's one that people don't really talk about. Like no one really talks about the fact that we talk to ourselves all day long. Like when you hear talking to yourself, it's like you only think crazy person. But the truth is <laughs> all of us talk to ourselves all, all day, day long. Yeah. All day long. Like you, it, it happens you don't even think about doing it. It's just like it just happens. happens. Yes. So <laughs> driving we're down the street, <laughs> cooking, <laughs> taking a shit, taking a shower. Literally, it's always us talking to us. Even when I'm talking to you, I'm thinking about talk, like how I'm gonna, like we're always talking to ourselves. 
So I think that's definitely something that is very important for us to check ourselves on um, negative self-talk and like replacing it with something positive immediately and saying the positive thing out loud. That's like the practice that I've been doing recently. It's like, if I have a negative thought about anything about literally my kid, my marriage, my family, myself, I will say something positive as soon as I have the negative thought. Cause I just don't, I just have to, you, your mind is a muscle and it's natural to think it's no one's just walking around like I'm perfect. I'm beautiful. I'm excellent. I'm like, of course you have days where you're in your bag, but you also have days where you're like, I'm a piece of shit. I am not doing everything I said I should do. I am not reaching my goals. I am not sure I'm ugly. I'm whatever. And you have to remind yourself like, especially as a parent, if you don't show up fully for yourself and for real, for real, not like again, cause I know there's a lot of this motivational speaking being done, but it's not being practiced. You know, it's being, the words are being said and people are not putting it in action and it shows in the fruits. So for me, I'm like, I can see who's real. Um, but we have to be cognizant of making sure that like, we're leading by example. You can't expect more from your kid and you're not even willing to do it as a grown ass person. And you want a kid to do it. You know, like that's the topic for another day though. Cause I haven't seen a lot of that. Like you're acting like a child. It's like, hmm, they're six years old. <laughs> <laughs> like that phrase is so weird to me now. Like when I, now that I have you a kid. Really understand and yeah. have your own child. It's like, why would you ever tell a child you're acting like a child? That's because what you're supposed to do. Even at 32, I don't have this, or 31, going on this. It's like, I don't have it all figured out. Yeah. So the level of expectation of like a six-year-old, it's like, or even a 16-year-old. When I was 16, I thought I was grown as fuck. But now I'm like, sis. <laughs> If you only knew, if you, you knew nothing, knew. you knew nothing. Even now. Like, That's what I'm saying. I know that in 20 years, I'm gonna look back at my 30 year old self and be like, you gave it your best girl, but damn, you had so much more to like my point of view of just like expectation and learning is so different now that I'm like, yo, we're giving it our best at each stage, mm-hmm. but we're always hopefully getting better. That's the goal. Yeah. You should always want to look back and be like, I'm so much better than I was then. Yeah. But yeah. Agreed. I hear my son going ham. Um, <laughs> <laughs> acting like a child. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I wait till law punches you in the face. <laughs> in the now titty. That day, <laughs> now that'll be a podcast y'all don't want to miss because y'all will hear about him getting his ass laid out flat, okay? <laughs> if he ever thinks he could pick up a hand to me. Um, I really can't wait to see like their their little personalities. I know. Like she I has so much it. personality now, but it's yes. like... I, I can't wait to hear the words come out of your mouth of like same. What are you thinking, little girl? The same. I was same because he definitely has a full <laughs> personality. Like I cannot wait to hear these words. I mean, I probably can. Earlier, my mom was like, "Or can you? I think you might want to." <laughs> I was like, "You're right." Like, as soon as he starts talking, I'm be like, "Damn, I miss when you just looked at me and laughed and like." <laughs> Because I can tell homeboy got some thoughts in that brain. And Sid he's my kid. So I know he got some thoughts. <laughs> Sid is a totally different, like, I don't know what I was expecting when, when she was in my stomach. But she was like, so, like, everything was just so calm. Mm-hmm. Like, calm kicks, calm, like, mm-hmm. no pain, nothing. Like, it's just now, it's just like, you are, you did a fucking 360, girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> You are not what I was expecting, but in a good way, in a really good way. He is what I expected, but new things. Like I expected him to be like the the inner the energy he has uh-huh. hasn't shocked me. Like that, I told y'all from jump. I'm like, there's no way he's this active and not like he that he has been consistent with. 
but I wasn't, I didn't know. And you can't know, like his personality is very strong. It's mm-hmm. like, he's, he means what he means. And I see that already. Like he's already like, like the night when I didn't, he, when he refused the bottle and literally did not eat, <laughs> he was so young. And he was like, I'm not eating period. Like he went on a hunger strike. And I was like, what the fuck? Because everyone kept telling me like, if he gets hungry enough, he's definitely going to take that bottle. Like he, no baby. My son Law said, I, I packed on the pounds enough. I can go on for days. <laughs> he straight up did not eat. He was like, when you ready to give me that boob, I'll holler at you. Bring me another bottle. I will continue to just lock my mouth. Literally lock did he, mouth. I'm like, <laughs> Did he um, take the bottle without a problem this weekend? Yeah, now he does it. He does it with no problem. He still doesn't take the pacifier. Like, I have to, the pacifier is stupid. Like I have to hold it in his mouth for him to take it, which no? is like, yes, he does not like it. Like, mm-hmm. but for the, but why do you ride, give him the possible, why do you give them him the pacifier? Like in the car, uh-huh. like when he wants to get out of his seat. Cause we like the drive to Virginia was like five and a half hours. Uh-huh. So like he wants to get picked up and like, yeah. he was getting, busted. we're in a car. Yeah. So it's like, I want to try to soothe him which normally I would want to like pick him up or something, but I mm-hmm. still have to find ways to like soothe him when I can't yeah. pick him up. So like, so he's not like, pre- yeah. And if I hold it in his mouth and I'm like, Shh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he'll do it. He'll like calm himself down, but I have to legitimately hold it. He'll suck it like three times by himself. And then it's like on the floor and he's just like, nah, nah. and he, I told you he's not a crier, but he's just a very loud Yeller. <laughs> it's like it, it will drive you crazy hearing that in a long road trip. You know what I mean? Like just him yelling. Oh, he's so damn loud. Like for no reason. <laughs> I need to record him. He's like a very interesting kid. But yeah, so the bottle, I'm telling y'all, if you have trouble, even if you don't have trouble. This is the bottle that I will be giving all of my children. And watch if now if they grow up and don't like this bottle. <laughs> now I can You just jinx yourself. I know, but it's fine because I own every bottle on the market and they're all new. So it's like whatever my next kid needs, we already have it here because I already bought it for their freaking crazy brother. But that Mimi Jumi. Are they no. expensive? No. And honestly, the Instagram looks sus. Like, what is it? <laughs> How do you spell it? M I M I J U M I U S A. Like, it, it's not that it looks sus, but it doesn't look like, you know, an Avon or something like that. Like, that looks super professional. Is that the Avon bottles or like Tommy Tippy and all them? Yeah, or Dr. Brown. It's, yeah, like this just looks random. So at first I was like, mm. I don't know if you know. it's because Sid is just, she's been having the bottle since she was born, but she literally takes any fucking bottle. It doesn't matter if I make No, <laughs> I think that is why, because the bottle is so different. Well, it's not so different, but it's different from the from a breast. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's the reason why they usually say, don't introduce the bottle because they want the baby to get like fully latched. But law never had an issue with latching. So I should have known introduce homeboy to the bottle because he, the boob has never been his issue that we get there, but that bottle. No, this is the very first one. And it looks like a nipple. So I'm like, (laughs) like all those ones with those funny shapes that look like an, it does look like like a nipple. Yeah, it literally looks like a nipple. Like when I first showed my mom, she was like, that looks like a tit. I'm like, well, that's why he likes it. Because Law wants, he's like, okay, this one I'll do. And he, I even was able to give him the bottle. That's when I knew we crossed the bridge. Because before it would have to be like Zach or like someone else give it to him because he would just like wouldn't take it from me. Mm -hmm. But this weekend I actually gave it to him. He still turned his head to me after he finished the bottle and was like, bitch, take that titty out. <laughs> does he does he like go on your boob just to like soothe? Like he don't even drink sometimes. This is just like just sometimes to put his mouth. 
Sometimes he will, yeah. But usually it's he's just hungry. But yeah, sometimes like that's when I'll know. Like if he has like a little cold or something like that, mm-hmm. he'll just want to be on me to soothe himself. And he'll just like find comfort there. So it's like um but I'm I am so happy that he Well yeah, that gives you a little bit of freedom and that lets you like sleep at night and let Zach just like take over whenever you're Yeah. Tired. Well I still have to pump. <clears throat> well yeah, That's but it's thing. yeah, but you it's it's not like you have to have a kid on your titty like twenty four seven. Right. Right. Even though this is the next thing for breastfeeding moms. Actually the next episode I wanna talk about someone asked this asked me this and I meant to bring it up, but like drinking and breastfeeding, I'll mm-hmm. talk about it on the next episode. And I'll talk about the pumping. Cause those are two things that people have been like asking me about and like how I'm filling bottles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, we can chat. Well, this is all good to know for my next kid. Cause I will yeah. definitely try. Yeah. Well, well, well I mean, I'll, I would try just to see what it's like, honestly, I might yeah. not, <laughs> she might be, but the next one might be bottle fed too. So, yeah. I hope I can breastfeed all my kids, but it's really on the kid. Like I was talking to my friend's mom this weekend. She was breastfed. Her other two would not take the the boob. So for me, it's whatever the kid wants. Um, but I'll, I'll still share some of those things because people have been asking and it's easier to just like say it one time and tell them to listen to the podcast. And like, yeah. um, but anyway, okay. My son's going ham. So, (laughs) bye. We'll catch up soon. Later. Later.